0: I'm Damien. This is Matt. And this is Steel Toe Review. Okay, we are uh, officially back. Um, We took roughly a month and a... Half hiatus, uh, just for our own damn good, we'll just say that. But, uh, for all our str fans, we're back, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> that was a long hiatus, there's a lot of shit that happened. We could have been back maybe a couple weeks ago, but you know, like I said, with this show, life gets in the way, and we're not gonna put this before life, so uh, they, we took care of that. So, we got a couple things we're gonna talk about. Um, I know. We have promised a Game of Thrones episode, and uh, if you're listening to this episode, when it's been posted, you would know that we did do a Game of Thrones episode. It just, it, uh, it's covering, you know, the first five episodes and what we think is going to happen from the sixth and seventh episode, and by the time it gets put on there, the sixth episode would have happened, so you can look back and be like, those guys were totally off base and totally fucking wrong, or they were right on it, coming forth, Right and uh then we have the rest of the episode uh just kind of going into it so uh let me start off with this uh, back some time ago when we were doing our news articles i decided i was going to do what we're going to call the agent agent orange report which was based on just bullshit trump does because why not and i've realized in the hiatus we've had every time i open up you know and news website or anything involving the news even the stuff I get my quirky stuff from he is always there and he's like a couple of the articles and recently he did even worse you know with the whole uh, neo-nazi white supremacy issue that he's basically got half the half the country and world turning against him because he can't make up his fucking mind because he can't say nazis are bad and then not go back and say but there are some of them are good people you know um and if this hadn't have happened, I probably would have done the report that involved you know him finally having a meeting with his entire senior staff when he finally filled it, and at the end of the meeting, he made each person you know a part that's in charge of different areas like treasury and right. homeland, and what he did is he had them give him um props basically they went down the line saying, "Oh, you're such a great president, everyone loves working underneath you." And we're talking like an entire table full of grown ass people who probably don't believe it, but are saying this bullshit to stroke his ego. And I was watching the video of that, and you could see while he's speaking—that's Silas, by the way, if you are right here—he's <laughs> he's chilling with me for right now. Uh, while he's speaking, you can see his hands are not always in view, right? And I think that's because he was using his little bitty hands to yeah, stroke his hands. little bitty penis while everyone was stroking his little his big old ego probably getting off on the whole thing and then you know he's fired like half his cabinet he's hired new people he got rid of steve bannon he got rid of some guy they called the mooch for after 10 days he got sean spicer who is my favorite motherfucker to make fun of he's gone he's gone uh they put some other huckabee sanders chick in there which i fucking wouldn't have taken that job uh let's see my favorite little pie piper drummer boy Kellyanne conway she's still there but I, i i suppose she'll be gone soon um you know, I read before I came in, before you got here, that there's a, Amendment Number 25 of our Constitution states that if the vice president and senior staff feel that the president is unfit to be president, that they can actually overthrow him like a mutiny right. and put the vice president in charge. It's a little, kind of like a backup thing in there because this one congresswoman wants the president to go through a physical... And a mental review to see if he may have early signs of dementia or may just be batshit fucking crazy. So that's what we lead it to. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff he can go down because every other day he puts his foot in his mouth. And what I love, this is what I love. Brittany says that he drinks too much. Or she says he takes like Ambien or something because in the middle of the night or late at night he puts out these fucking Twitter rants. he is just bashing people up for anything and everything he can think of even though he won't say it during the day. And I go. That's all well and good. That could be the pro- it, but the thing is, he also wakes up at five or six o'clock in the morning and goes at it again when all that shit should have worn off. Right. So I was telling Matt, uh, one thing we've been doing is I, I've said it before. I'm not real big into social media just because I think it's what's going to destroy the fabric of our of our world. But social media is kind of one of those things. You damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I started a Twitter account for the podcast, and we're not doing much with it. I haven't done anything. No posts. I just have it there. So I want to put it out there first. So what we're going to do is instead of me doing an Agent Orange report every time we record, we're just going to basically not troll the president, but we're going to follow him. (coughs) And whenever I see he said something stupid, I'm going to say something just as stupid back to him, but it's more politically correct. And this comes from articles I've seen of, Celebrities or well known, not just famous people, but well known people of merit who have been on his Twitter follower and he's banned them. Like, yeah, there's he's hundreds got of, them. of people. And I want to see if we can get ourselves banned from Donald Trump's Twitter account or accounts. I talking. there's two of them. So if we can get ourselves banned. That That's the goal. And then what we'll do is every once in a while, we'll, I'll bring it up and say a couple of things we've said to him and
1: what maybe we'll get a take? reply.
0: What huh? will it take? I don't know. I wonder if it's like baseball where. If you just drop an F-bomb or something, they throw you out of the game. You just got to say the white right sequence and it throws you out. So anyway, uh, if you want to follow us, so just kind of check in to see what we're doing. Uh, it is toe underscore review right now. Is our at toe underscore review. I think that's how it goes. Uh, that's where you can find us. Um, I think I might change it here in a little bit. Like I said, I just kind of set this up, getting it ready. Uh, like be on a hiatus. I didn't put too much time into it. But speaking of baseball... We're both baseball fans. Have you noticed, uh, watching the games lately, that the umpires are wearing white wristbands? No. Well, anyone out there who watches baseball, check out for the umpires. They're all wearing white wristbands as a sign of a unified, silent protest. For what? For the new verbal abuse that they're getting from the players and coaches and the lack of the league commissioner and higher authorities to protect them.
1: Well, there's a... The, there's a fucking huge problem with umpires in baseball right now. That's the problem, is because it's the ump show and it's supposed to be the ball show. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got Angel Hernandez out there who is. This like, is
0: what it starts from. Yeah.
1: I, oh, I know where it starts. Did you see the one where uh, it was Ian Kinsler and Brad Ausmus? Exactly yeah. Where yeah. The, Dude, this whole... turned
0: into a, this is
1: turned into a big deal. Yeah. And I think it should. Hashtag, I think. Tell Angel, me what happened. Well, okay, so it was like I can't even remember what inning it was in, but I, it was towards the end of the game. Ian stand there and this ball is so far outside and
0: away that everybody watching Knew it was knew it was a ball. Well, let's hash it. When you watch a baseball game, they do behind the pitcher view, but the angle they're at, right? You can't you really can't tell. always tell, but you can they, generally they, they, tell if it's a definite strike or uh, definitely. Yeah, ball. and they've
1: got the tracker there too, and even oh, yeah. even the announcers showed the tracker. They're like, whoa, we're way off on this one or something. They you know they try not to make a comment, but when it's like blatant like that, you know, when they in the other's batter's other batter's box. <laughs> yeah, essentially that's it, and they'll, so they'll drop they'll drop you know drop a little. Hint, oh, hey, that was a bad call. But they oh, won't, be like, they won't mm. come out and say that was a bad call. Yeah. <laughs> so they said there was little one, one line. Ian Kinsler had some words at the plate with Angel Hernandez. Okay, no big deal. Next next pitch, and it, it, was, it was it was a strike. But it was it was down and inside this time. But it was a strike. Mm-hmm. And uh, all all that Ian Kinsler did was turn around and look. He, he just looked to see what Angel Hernandez was going to say. Yeah, and Angel Hernandez ejected him from the game just because he turned and looked at him, didn't say a (laughs) word, just turned and looked. Well, then Brad Ausmus comes out there, and Brad Ausmus starts arguing all how he's a shitty umpire, and he's known that this and that, and you know, dropping f bombs. And I mean, he was gonna get kicked out regardless. You know, You you get a player kicked out like that, you gotta you gotta flex that muscle a little bit and go ahead and. Get yourself one, thrown? Yeah, buy one for the team and get yourself
0: thrown out. Usually you try to get yourself thrown out before so, the player and save the yeah. team, but it happens. So, uh, so then
1: Brad Austin awesome got thrown out. Well, then that spawned a fucking shit show online. Uh, Facebook was, like, blowing up. It was a trending topic. Uh, it was all over the place, man. Everyone I know, sports related, were talking about it. And, and then, you know, not too long ago, you had the same, I believe, the same umpire. He wasn't even behind the fucking plate this time. But I know it was during that Texas game, that Rangers game. Mhm. Where <coughs> I'm pretty sure it was Hernandez. Where he was uh, he was a third base and he told uh who did he tell who, who uh uh Nap I think it was Napoli. It was he Napoli or the other like guy. Napoli, okay. Uh that plays on Texas. I can't remember the the other dude's name. Not a big Texas Rangers Beltre? fan. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't Beltre, um Man, I can't, he's like, he's the one that gets a, he looks like an asshole. He's like a Hispanic dude.
0: Oh, no, 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 I can't remember his name. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyways, he was like, supposed to be in the batter's box, or in the batter's circle, Mm -hmm. and he was like, a couple feet away from it. The
0: on-deck circle? Yeah, the
1: on-deck one. Okay. Yeah, and he was supposed to be, you know, uh, no, 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 not on deck. He was like, in the, the, like, off to the side, the batter's circle. Are the not the batter's box? But yeah, I guess on deck. I guess it is on deck. Yeah, because
0: you have a, a batter yeah, on deck and in the hole.
1: I don't know. what I'm thinking. Anyways, uh, so anyway, he was like a couple feet outside it. Yeah, and so they told him, "Hey, you need." He turned and said during like in between outs. He turned and said, "You need to get in the circle." So all what he did was pick up the circle and move it over to him, and uh, and then they rejected him off of that. Are they ejected him off of that? Now, for picking up the circle and moving it to him. You know, he, he said some smart ass shit too, but. You know that circle? No, nothing, that should have, nothing you should be ejected for.
0: Yeah, and that circle, it's a mat. And a lot of these guys, when they're on deck and they're watching that pitcher, they're trying to take some. skin the stance, watch the ball, kind of get some timing down someone do like a partial swing but the problem is you can't really swing on that mat because it's a mat and your cleats don't grip it very well you're not supposed to you're not technically
1: it is illegal to sit there and take full swings
0: well they're not taking full swings they're just getting the stance and like uh i think jeter was well known he would always get in the stance every pitch he would do like a, a uh, no more than a half swing, right? Like he was just getting his arms going, just to try yeah, to see you can where it's warm at. Just it warming up, man. Just warming up, and he and the trick is you keep that heavy insert PVC pipe. Mm-hmm. If you keep that on, because you can do full swings with that the entire time. The weights, the weights. Yeah. So he would do it with the weights to get the timing, and then he go up and he have a little bit more timing. If you drop it at like you're doing a full simulator <laughs> bat, you know,
1: the problem is it's it, it, you know you get into the same issue with the police, Who's umpiring the umpires. That's true.
0: Well, here's what it comes down. to. And when to. you have
1: umpires that are that are disagreeing with each other out there, and, and
0: you know, it's like the replay. How the replay has done this year? They've done replay. Actually, they kind of started this where the umpires on the field don't make the decision on replay. No, they don't. Um, they there's do. A, the NBA does it now. There's a central location. I think it's the New York office. New York, yeah, it's New York. They York have York. the same people. They pull it up, and if if a replay is called for, uh. They make the decision, they tell the umpire. From what
1: I understand, is there's a group of like five dudes. It may be more, but from what I understand, it's a group of five guys that are in a room. And you know, they have like the feed of all the games going at one time. And they have the capabilities of rewind and fast forward yeah. and look at different cam- camera angles from every game. And it's just a phone call that gets made and said, hey, check this play out on this game. And they look at it, and then they make the decision, and that's the ruling on the field. Yeah,
0: and I think I think one of the people in there is like a like either the top one of the top two head heads of the umpiring. Yeah. So you have that. That's what the NBA does. They have one of the top two is always here's, in the replay area. Thing,
1: and I've been saying this for a while. With all the technology we have today, yeah, don't you see? Doesn't it seem like it's possible to put? I don't know how it works, so don't like you know buy my hat off or if I get it wrong or anything. But isn't it possible to put? A GPS tracker and a ball, or like some kind of Bluetooth device. The whole thing is, it, will it survive the impact of getting hit, you know, and how cost efficient it would be? But couldn't you put something in a ball that, and then have like a fucking, essentially a laser grid on the plate and have it automated if it's a fucking strike or not?
0: Well, let's get a step back. The balls and strike way they show the visualization is actually quite, it's like 95% accurate. Mm hmm. Um, but you still have that human error. In that's the human error. A few years ago, the Independence League did, in, did a series of games that were completely run by the computer. Yeah. On the balls and strikes. They had an earpiece on the home umpire. He would call it out loud, but when the ball was thrown, he would get a signal if it was a ball or strike, and he would call it that way. I'm not... Dude, I'm a... I'm, and, and it was completely on that, that balls and strikes setup that you get to see on TV that shows it. That's right. what they used. And they used it. And you know what? The... Interesting thing is, uh, when you for those who don't know the independent league, a lot of not all, but there's a good amount of players in there who have washed out a baseball, major major league baseball in a way, in some form or fashion. Not because they're bad players, just because they just weren't doing well. Um, some of them they decide that they don't want to be this position; they want to go back to another position to yeah. do it in the minors. You know, even Roger Clemens he came out of retirement to pitch for. Uh, a local Houston team, right. just for that. So you get a lot of ex-pros. Uh, I mean, look at my brother.
1: My brother just got out of the minor leagues, yeah, and he was thinking about going and playing independent league, just so he could keep baseball going. Yeah, keep staying in shape. You and, know, and some people get this picked up that. on that.
0: Yeah, but it's taken at this. It's not the same level of uh, major league baseball, but it's got the same intensity, the same integrity, and it's got yeah, the same yeah, knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So you got players on there who can. Like all the, the people game, that are playing independence, and strikes and are either, yeah.
1: It. All the people that are playing independence are either trying to get to the minors, are not good enough for the minors,
0: yeah, or they were. There and I don't mean that just, in a bad way. You know, like Jason Lane just played for the Astros. Yeah, he played outfield. He retired out, joined the independent league to become a pitcher, and he was pitching. again.
1: You're just trying to keep baseball going. Is all it is. Uh, well, just a way for adults to keep Scott Kazmir. Yeah.
0: He when he fell on hard times after the Rays, he left baseball, pitched for a year in the minor league, in the independent league, and the next year he's back in the majors. It's well, kind of like a it's kind of like a minor league without the being assigned to a team. Right, right, exactly. Uh, so anyway, they've done that, but you know, there's been a lot of. People have been bashing the umpires after games, getting fined, and they're like, oh, they should be, like Ian Kinsler, he said a lot, he had a lot of words for Andrew Hernandez. I didn't see any of the post-game stuff. Uh, he had a lot of words, he got a, he got the usual fine, which is the thing, you talk, every sport, <laughs> the three majors, if you talk bad about the umpire, referee, whatever you call him, after the game, you're going to get fined. Well, the umpires at baseball felt he should have gotten a suspension. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he shouldn't get a suspension. But I mean, he, you're talking he, he about. He said his mind. He didn't punch you in the fucking face.
1: Yeah, you're talking about two of the game's current superstars, I guess, if you will. I mean, Brad Osmus, You know, first couple. He's he's a new manager, but he's been in the game for a long time, and he and was regarded as one of the best yeah, defensive yeah, catchers uh, ever. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's a catcher, so
0: you know he knows his own. Yeah, exactly. And um, then you've got you know Kinsler. It's kind of like uh, Barry Bonds when Barry Bonds is playing. Yeah, we can have the whole steroid talk, which is not what it goes to. One thing he did have is he knew his strike zone. He knew what the strike zone was on his body. There were times they call a strike, and he looked back and be like, "No." And you see it, and you're like, "Yeah, he's right." You just got to keep in mind these guys
1: that are at the plate. They've been playing ball for the last fifteen, ten, twenty years. You know, you know they've seen it. You know, seen it all. They know. Yeah, but you shouldn't be calling fucking strikes that blatantly that it's a ball like if you're calling that a strike you, you need to be investigated I feel yeah.
0: like uh, you know all this bro- goes down to one thing they do and I still do it is the uh, postseason mm-hmm. postseason umpires are graded every umpire during the year gets graded Yeah, and only the top graded ones go to the postseason and then Within that, each time, so you get the division, you get the new the uh, wild card that doesn't count. The divisions where it counts, and the division series after that, you need half the half the umpires. But do they have any
1: kind of recertification that's ever involved? That's
0: what I don't understand. I don't know if they. I I know at the beginning of the year because they had changed up the rules. Like your driver's license, license. every
1: so often you got to go in and get a new license.
0: They're supposed to go and get like. I guess they do seminars, sit downs, whatever the fuck. But yeah, uh, I know the umpire test. Do you know how that is?
1: No. You sit in a room and you watch video, and it's 100. There's no, there's no one at a plate. It's just a pitcher and a catcher, and you're, like, first-person view, uh-huh. and you watch, like, 100 pitches, I believe.
0: Can you write down what you think it is? Yeah,
1: okay. and you have, you have to get a certain percentage right, obviously, and it's, like, a really high percentage. From what I – I could be wrong on this, but I think I'm right. Um, that's how they, that's part of the umpire testing. Okay. Now, is there any – that's what I'm saying, but is there any kind of – Hey, you've been umpiring for ten years, five years. You know, you, you've you've grown in age. Your body, your eyes aren't the your same. Your eyes aren't the same. You know, maybe re up it that fast. Re, that fast
0: action calling well, now they're isn't going there. faster than usual, but than they used to five, ten years ago. Mm, on average, yeah, but it ain't too much different. Well, it's not, not the speeds picked up. It's the. You would go from velo- every once in a while, velocity, you, yeah. The velocity a lot of has
1: to do with the steroids error and everything else too. And so. you've got a
0: lot of guys. Well, you've got guys. Uh, I saw someone the other day pitching. He had like a ninety-five mile hour fastball, and he had a seventy-eight mile hour yeah. changeup. Yeah. And you you got to think to batters that's one thing, but to umpires that that throws you off too. That speed. But they, that's the thing though. Is I feel like these umpires see more balls thrown than what batters do, and like. It's, that's true, but is it wrong of me to laugh when an umpire gets hit in the head? Yeah. You remember, you know who I used to love, Carlos Lee. Remember him? Yeah, he was notorious for hitting an umpire or a catcher in the head with his with his backswing of his bat. Now you get called out for that. Um, I catch that's
1: called catcher's interference now. A couple of
0: times a year. Well, no, no, catcher's interference is when they hit your glove. When they hit the it's catcher's any part glove, of the catcher. when they hit the catcher's glove on the swing through, it's any part of the catcher. They get the base on balls.
1: Astros, Astros have gotten more interference called Josh on Reddick them, hat. yeah, this year than like the past five years combined. It's some crazy stat
0: because they all step back in the bat in the ball. Yeah, it's it's some crazy second. crazy stat. But no, but if you don't hit the catcher on your initial swing, it's when you're back swinging, you let your hand go, and you come around and you hit them mm-hmm. after you swung. That's not like catcher's interference. That's hey, more like man, that's batter just, trying to kill the catcher.
1: That's all for safety. That's that's all for safety
0: reasons. I know I understand.
1: It's it's for safety, but I just I just want I feel like there has to be every so every so many years or maybe even every so many hours as as an umpire, you should have to have a like a recertification test.
0: I think after this year they may have to sit down and seriously think about what they're doing. Because, like, to dude, I
1: mean, and this isn't Angel Hernandez' first go-around on making shitty calls and injecting people when they question him. You know, that's the thing, is he's a known, shitty umpire. It's not like this is the first time it's coming up or... It, it, you know his name is known. <laughs> Let me just say yeah. that. And you have to be—you've got to be some kind of a umpire for your um, for your name to be known yeah, um, to the general public. Let me his, say that. His
0: his attitude reminds me of uh, damn. I just had the guy's name in NBA a couple of years ago. Joey Crawford, bald um, bald ref in NBA, um, threw uh, Tim Duncan out of a game after when he when he was on the bench because previously he'd been arguing the way he was calling the game. Yeah. And he made a call that was similar to what Duncan was complaining about. And Duncan just sat there clapping his hands in sarcasm. He turned around and threw him out of the game. And it was like the first five minutes of the game. See, I don't think I don't think any he was umpire like,
1: or ref should have that authority. Yeah, and just because someone pisses you off, you he gets have the under authority. Your skin. He didn't break the rules. Yeah.
0: He got under your skin and he yeah. abused it. You shouldn't have that authority. That's true. And he didn't get suspended. He just became like a, a black sheep that year moving forward. Anyway, we, we gotta get off of this. we could spin on spend yeah, like right. an hour talking about baseball and sports. Um I said about this earlier, uh breatharians? Yeah. So uh Bretharians believe that they live off the universe's energy instead of food. Oh, okay. So, so this idiots is, this is yeah, this story I read is about this family. Well didn't uh, they have I think I heard this. Um like they actually the Did wife someone die? No, no, no. That this isn't this is not that particular story, um, they've been a couple for nine years. They live what they call a food-free lifestyle. Uh, basically, they live off the energy of the universe. Yeah, I've and heard plants somewhere and stuff and everyone somewhere and they, before. If they feel like they need food, they have like broth. Um,
1: uh, I almost feel like we've broth,
0: talked about one of these stories before on here. Broth. But she recently had, you know, she's got a five-year-old son and a two-year-old kid, and she admits during both pregnancies... The only thing she would eat besides a piece of fruit every once in a while was like vegetable broth and she would have that uh every once in a while. I just feel like this is all bullshit because I feel like behind closed doors these people are picking up Yeah, she said her last pregnancy she she didn't really eat anything.
1: There's t- there's no way you're going They live
0: off these people live off of air. Yeah. And sunshine eat and eat fucking a, eat a dick. Eat a dick.
1: That's, that, what, that's,
0: that's what she's doing. Yeah, that's uh, that's
1: there's it's impossible
0: that's what they're doing you know they're they're sitting by there like all we live off is the power of the universe and I was like they gotta have you know fucking little gems everywhere
1: dude I bet that house just reeks of incense and there's fucking dream catchers and like all the mystic crazy shit that you can imagine in one house (laughs) like you just walk in and you're like what the fuck yeah uh, if I walked in their house and they had a refrigerator I would call bullshit on them immediately Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta call bullshit on that. But what the fuck are you keeping in there? Yeah, right. Uh, what do you need a refrigerator for? What
0: do you need a stove for? What's the microwave for? <laughs> they they're they're supplementing a food that they don't consider food because it's not the norm food. They're eating something. Yeah. You're
1: they're, not living for nine years on fucking. I can tell you this right now. They air. got no
0: dogs or cats. Probably not. Actually, <laughs> uh, I just, it just leads into something else. Uh britney has been watching uh, Pit bulls and paroles. Yeah. Uh, she got into it when she... I don't know. She got into it sometime since the kid was born. Uh, and we were watching this episode recently, last night actually, and they had this lady who was adopting a senior dog.
1: Right.
0: And the premise is fine. And she's like, I've adopted once. She's had a bunch of senior dogs. She gives them how much life they... Uh, quality of life before they die. Knowing the dog's going to die soon. Right. I go, I get it. Yeah. You don't want a, You want dogs who've been left at, you know been abandoned because they're old to have to go through that. Uh, but the whole time, I was telling Brad, I say, there's something off of this girl. She's way too excited to get this bait, this dog. Like, she's super, super excited. Like, she's getting a puppy. And I go, I understand she says that she gets that whole puppy feeling on old dogs. And I looked at her and I go, you know what? I guarantee you that when her younger ages, which is hard to believe because she's got a 19-year-old and a 4-year-old, Uh, and Brittany's like she's probably in her mid-30s maybe 40s but I think she's somewhere along the line got into Asian cuisine and somewhere along that line she had dog Asian cuisine and that's what she does she gets these old dogs no she plums them up for a couple of months no six, seven months get them nice and fat and eats them ugh now, I could be oh. totally fucking wrong, but wouldn't that fit the profile? That's a way to do it. You get an elderly dog. You get it fat. You make you go, oh, it was such a great time. It lived, and then it died. Oh, man. We, we buried it in the backyard when really it's in your freezer, deep freeze. Oh, I mean, no, man. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't do it either.
1: You are are skin a wolf? No. Or a coyote? No. I, not, I've never done a wolf. Obviously, they're not in South Texas. Yeah. But coyotes, for sure, plenty. Uh, coyote skins... Pretty, pretty. You can get a pretty decent price for them, actually, and they're all over the place. Yeah, but are skin a coyote, you'll never, you'll never want to do it again.
0: Speaking of coyotes, you know what else is like a coyote?
1: Hmm. Uh, husky. Really?
0: Yeah. Well, I use it because they're kind of they're they could both be wild animals. Yeah. More like a wolf as a husky. Yeah, I would figure it more uh, wolf-like. But so you you mentioned wolf and coyotes. Um, did you hear Peter Dinklage came out saying people need to stop buying huskies? To represent their the direwolves, the direwolves because it's not it's bad for the huskies because one huskies are kind of like the key that you got to know what you're getting there yeah and two you can't just throw a husky like if you're in Texas and you get a husky right you got to make that an inside dog that's an it, inside it's, it's, it's gonna dog. die dog yeah you can let it go outside but you got to be able to give it cool down if,
1: if well I've seen what I've seen a lot of people in Texas do especially down here is they'll they'll just shave them basically.
0: Oh they give him that line cut and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well it's like there's different cuts you can give Yeah.
0: Them. You know, like here she's got the same fur, but, but she chills inside so much. That yeah, that, that,
1: that. that's a uh that's like a haircut a month for those dogs. Yeah,
0: but the so he's urging people that unless you know what you're doing, stop adopting huskies.
1: I don't own a husky in a heartbeat, but I do i do like I'm saying i Yeah. Well I mean there are right. those
0: that are responsible and those that think they could just get the dog and it's gonna be the greatest thing in the world because You know wouldn't live outside either. No. But there's a difference. We wouldn't get a Husky because we want a Dire Wolf, something similar to a Dire Wolf in Game of Thrones.
1: If I was going to get a Husky because I wanted a Dire Wolf, I'd just go get a Dire Wolf. I mean, I'd get something that size.
0: They have bigger breed dogs. Oh, dude, they Russian. have
1: some badass fucking German Shepherd breeds that mm-hmm. are uh, these Russian, they're Russian bred. Yeah. I can't, it's 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 a it's in the German Shepherd line, but uh, I can't remember the exact name of them, but they're fucking big. They're like, you know, close Great Dane size. I just don't want a dog that big. They don't live that long.
0: That's true. We get that issue. You got to get the right size dog. We're giving that issue with Kira. She's kind of shows her age sometimes, kind of doesn't.
1: Yeah, 10, 11 years, man. That's how you get
0: it with a good it's size like, dog. You know, and it's like what happened to us the other day with the dogs. Um, so the other day, I'm playing with Silas. Uh, actually, I was putting, I just had gotten him down for a nap. And all of a sudden, I started hearing, like, just out of the game room, I started hearing a bunch of squealing. And, squ- and it sounded like the dogs were just really going at it. Like, you know, it's bound to happen. One of them snaps, gets pissed, and right, the other right, one just right. gets them. And all I could see is I look in and I see Kira pulling back and Samson, by his neck, being dragged towards her. And I was thinking, <laughs> damn it, she lost it on that little pup, pit bull pup. And she's fucking snatched his neck and she's trying to... And she's shaking her head, too. And his body is mimicking the shake. Yeah. And I thought she latched onto his throat and was fucking killing him. They were just playing around? Well, they were just playing around and it went all bad. So... First, I got to put the baby down. And I put him down. I didn't drop him. I, I set him down normally, but I set him down so quickly that when I pulled my hands out from underneath him, it startled him. And so he starts crying. Right. At the same time, I'm yelling for Brittany to come help me. I'm like, Britt, Britt, Brit, you got to get over here. So Britt comes over, and we get over there. What happened is our older dog, Kira, got her lower jaw. She bit the uh, Samson's collar. And then somehow, one of them spun themselves, and so the collar was in her mouth, and it spun tightly like a oh. zip tie, or like a twist wrap underneath her jaw, lower jaw, yeah, right. and it was stuck. And her collar's supposed to be, his collar's supposed to be a semi-breakaway, like a little sturdier, but a breakaway. Yeah. Well, we couldn't get it break breakaway. She's trying to pull away. It's stuck behind her canine, so it's pulling on her canines. It's choking mm. him out. He's, like, starting to lose. He's, like, losing breath, starting to slow down. He can't fight it anymore. Brittany comes out. She runs back to get a pair of scissors and a knife. I pull my pocket knife out. I can't, it's so tight around their neck and their jaw. Yeah. I can't get it under the skin without like literally stabbing them with my pocket knife. Brittany tried the scissors. We couldn't get them in. Um, so at the same time, I'm pushing the button, trying to get the clip to come loose. I got it loose, but there's so much tension, it won't pull out. There's Damn. Not, it needs like a little slack to pull loose, and there's nothing there. So I've got one dog being strangled to death, and another dog made to break and dislocate her jaw. Basically, what we did is I picked Samson up, (coughs) handed him to Brittany. Brittany kind of spun them enough to where I could get that thing to come loose and get off, and then they were fine. But we're talking like five minutes of like watching both dogs go down a deep, deep hole. And this is a breakaway collar. So we've got these new collars that are super breakaway. Yeah. You barely tug on that le- that collar; it breaks. But it also has two D rings you can latch together to keep it on. You
1: Gotta just take the collars off and put chips in them.
0: Well, here's the thing: we've got one for Kira. Probably only use it when we take her for a walk. We really—I right, don't think I've ever seen her with. It. Uh, she's got one. We it really when we take her walk. We put her um, her pinch on, and the only reason we put it on her is because it has her rabies tag. Yeah and that's all she's got is her rabies tag Samson has his rabies tag and has his name tag because if he gets out being a pit bull it's more likely you've got to have that if he's a pit bull people they just don't treat pit bulls right and he's not that kind of, he's nowhere near dangerous to somebody no um, someone tell oh, me that dog's dangerous is like Mike he is more dangerous yeah, than this bastard yeah that dog's more goofy than I mean, anything. He, he, he will hurt you out of being a dumbass yeah. Then he will uh, something violent or anything like I had to work the other night came home 3.30 in the morning got in the house was putting my thermos down made a ting he came running out of the bedroom I said his name the second he turned the corner sure he was poofy but he was wagging his tail and yeah he knows your voice he, he, he's it's not far from it anyway yeah uh, dogs love them can't be without them uh so we, I got you. We were talking about this earlier. and I want you to fin- fill in the gap. So I saw this article of a female UFC fighter who uh, shit herself during. I think it was a, ne- a rear naked ch- <sighs> yeah, choke. Yeah, yeah. And then uh There's not much on it. And then I clicked on the footage, and it wasn't her. It went into. I saw a couple guys that were choked out. When they got up, uh, they were literally dropping shit out of their pants all over the mat. And you were saying that there's a new rule about that. Well,
1: first off, let me tell you the greatest part of that fight was. The same spot that she shit on the map. Yeah. Not two matches later there's a dude that got knocked out and landed in the spot. They cleaned it, right? Oh yeah, they cleaned it. But it was a big up. brown spot. Oh yeah. It was totally <laughs> brown. It was dark brown, man. You 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 knew what it was. Jesus. And that chick ended up winning the fight too. She ended up getting out of that chokehold and winning the fight. But at, oh. the, but at the same time the other girl was like, She shit. She shit. She was like saying you could see it during the match. But yeah, uh so apparently I can't remember what state it was in that this occurred. I'm almost positive it was Vegas. Yeah. And uh the uh what is it? I can't NASDC, whatever it is. Uh they, they've uh they have changed the uh the rules basically to say that um it's either a point reduction or a disqualification. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty severe point reduction and not a disqualification, but it could be disqualified. That if you have um Bodily functions that go array, basically. I get you. You get the point deduction, and it's it's like vomit. Uh, blood's not included because that's an involuntary. But they're considered this like voluntary body function. So, like, urine, puke, uh, fucking any kind of scat <laughs> that scat happens. <laughs> yeah, that happens during <laughs> the uh, the fight. But uh, if you haven't seen it, man, it's a it's a
0: pretty great moment in UFC history. You should definitely see it at least once. Uh, yeah. Um. Actually, we we're talking about the blood. Remind me, of one of those first fights we saw together. Uh, a guy from Con- black guy from Conroe. Yeah, he got busted in the head, and then when he's busted in the head, he's bleeding out of his head, and then he got in a chokehold. Right. And as the guy would Every loosen him, and he yeah. squeezed. You can see his blood just pumping out. Yeah. Still, one of the worst
1: fights. It's A pretty iconic day. moment. Actually, I can't yeah. remember the two guys that was fighting. And there was it was an undercard fight too. It's, it's, a, a, it's a pretty it, iconic it, moment.
0: Pretty it was. It
1: was a bad gash. It came from an elbow. Yeah.
0: And uh, uh, it was it was awesome though. I yeah, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, let's get into another type of fighting. So, we talked about this previously, the Marvel's Inhumans movie got scratched, right? And they were going to go to a series. It's like, "Cool. Netflix is going to get themselves a badass Marvel series." Well, no, they didn't. What happened is they got uh I think it's what ABC? Yes. ABC got it. So, this is what they're doing. They're going to release the first two episodes in IMAX at theaters. Oh, really? For you to go watch like a movie. I would never go do that. My point exactly.
1: If it was free, that would be a different story. But I'm not going to pay yeah. a movie ticket to go watch But two episodes. Much less of a... It's, <laughs> you know that's pretty much a pilot in
0: the first episode. It is a pilot in the first yeah. episode. Um, but they the trailer was released. And either. so you get the premise. The whole premise is that um, the king of the Inhumans, I think his name is Black Bolt, mm-hmm. he gets overthrown by his younger brother mm-hmm. because he wants him to kind of do – he's got the whole Magneto aspect. We should be ruling this world. Yeah. Um, and then he gets – he takes over and Black Bolt and his little dog, I can't remember his name, saves him. And he gets thrown down on the planet. And since he can't speak, he can't do anything. And, and, and the best – I'm going to tell you right now, the best part of the entire trailer – is when the cops are trying to arrest him, and one of them like elbows him or something, and makes him like go uh and he like so his power gets released, and this cop car just goes flying, flying away. Him. Yeah, right. That's yeah. the best part. But what pissed me off is that his brother is played by the same actor who played Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Now I know he plays a good villain. Hmm. But
1: really, if you understood the character, uh, if you if you like read the the books a little bit, yeah, I don't stick with the universe. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's what I'm saying. Um. You can almost see him playing that
0: part. Because this character's that demented? Yeah. yeah. So this is the inhuman version of Ramsey Bolton? Mm, kind of, yeah. Okay. Hopefully whoever kills That's he a, I
1: Actually, when, when I heard that he was going to play that character, I was, I was like, oh, okay.
0: But here's my thing. I feel Kinda that this is excited. just going to be one season a and a flop. Yes, absolutely. I don't think they'll do the... It won't be one season because
1: they've got too much money put into oh, it. Oh, no.
0: It'd be like Supergirl. Supergirl yeah. had a shit ton of money into it.
1: Like, I said, like we were talking before the podcast, it's going to be like heroes.
0: Yeah, that's what you did this, say. It's going to be gonna, heroes.
1: This is going to be ABC's heroes, is what this is going to be. It's going to be a lot of drama, not too much CGI in the beginning. Maybe in the end of the you know season, you're going to get the actual, hey, look at all these superpowers and all these awesome fights. I don't think you're going to get... I think it's going to be more lead up and talking than it is going to be superheroes right off the bat. Which is sad because this fucking inhuman comic book is like... it's, it's The series is pretty cool. Yeah, people
0: who follow it... Like, I know people who choose Inhumans or X-Men, but they don't choose both. Yeah. Uh, but some people can follow it. Well, X-Men are most definitely better. <laughs> but yeah, see, that's where we lie. Uh, I just... I never put a lot of into Inhumans. I've seen, I know I had the arc of the... X Men and the Humans arc, but uh, that that being going by, so yeah, I'm going to call a flop on this. Yeah, the the Black Bolt character is really cool. The Queen, Medusa, yeah. People have an issue with her hair. I've I've heard people don't like the hair. Oh no, the the hair.
1: I haven't seen her. Her Medusa
0: hair, her CGI hair. They don't like it. Uh, There's a lot of people out there giving back. Backlash against the way they're portraying them, and I I don't know I don't know if this is like a good comparison,
1: but like in the comic book, she's very like Spawnish kind of. She kind of remind me of Spawn a little bit. That's I weird. don't know I don't know why, but
0: I was here just the way she during, was designed. Uh, they are during uh, Comic Con. They, they announced they the are new Spawn movie. They are that's going to be written and directed by the creator of Spawn. Yes, he got Farland, right? No. I thought it Maybe. was Farland. I think it is Farland. You it is right. Farland. Um, he didn't like how they did the original Spawn movie. Yeah. Uh, he wanted it to be much darker, more to the character's mm-hmm. Point, mm-hmm. And so he went out and got funding. And now he's going to make his own Spawn movie, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I've actually wanted a Spawn movie since the original. I, I kind of like the first has, one. Everybody has, too. But it's, you know, and it's regained. Lately, it's regained its popularity again. I'm not crazy about it, but
1: the first one I thought was decent. We watched it. Couple weeks ago, yeah, it still holds. Up, it still
0: holds up good. It's okay. I mean, the CGI for them to now, you know, you can tell it's off. It's okay, but the story's good. No, I
1: just, I just never been crazy about the Spawn
0: guy. So uh, let's close up the news section with a story I found that I hinted hinted in, hint to Matt and Pre, but I uh, didn't really go into. So. You listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. What been,
1: is... My podcast game been slipping, though, lately.
0: Oh, well, you'll still be able to get this. What is the number one advertiser on all, podca- all podcasts? You hear it the most. I easy, I know
1: where you're going with this. One. Uh, easily, it's Blue Apron, for Blue sure. Apron. Okay. Um, if not Blue Apron, fucking... You know, there, there's, there's a bunch out there, but Blue Apron is most definitely the one you hear. Across, pretty much all the big ones.
0: Yeah. Uh... A lot of different podcasts I hear. They don't have it all the time, but every once every other one,
1: it's pretty much on every podcast. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, Blue Apron apparently is tanking. Uh, a lot of it's being said to uh, Amazon acquiring Whole Foods. Yeah. So, they acquire Whole Foods. They, uh, the stock falls. So, what they're doing, apparently the company that owns them also owns other saw companies. So, to save costs, they're shifting employees to other companies. Okay. But it looks like Blue Apron may be hitting the skids. Um,
1: Have you ever done Blue Apron? No. Uh, I've never personally done it, but I've got a buddy that fucking lives by it. But he is also early 20s and single on his own. It's fucking
0: expensive, dude. It is,
1: dude. It's fucking. We looked at it for me and Vanessa, and I think it was like. uh, It really came down to about 12, 13 bucks a meal. Yeah. which, Which you're like, oh, that's not that bad. But when you're talking about. $26 $26 three times a week, like, dude, that's, I,
0: I can get groceries and cook cheaper than that. Exactly. Um. So I'm going to keep an eye out, see what happens to Blue Apron. Um. I've thought about doing it, but when you, the money, I mean, yeah, so, I love the fact that you get unique things and you can get unique, but the price is like, you know, that's cool for like every once in a while. Like once in a while, Brittany's like, I want to try this recipe, let's go get all this stuff. But every night, I mean they are even nights nice. if I had everything ready to go, just because of the kid, I couldn't. Yeah, but do that's
1: it. the thing; it's not recipes that you're going to be cooking every day. These are like fucking restaurant recipes. Yeah, but they're
0: only supposed to take twenty thirty minutes. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so let's get into the Game of Thrones stuff. Uh, Amazing. I'm gonna put. Uh, we're gonna put this Game of Thrones section out. It's gonna come out before the episode. Yeah. So let's rehash tag. We're doing our. This is our Game of Thrones special. Uh, We wanted to do a pre. We're just going to do a. Let's rehash and talk about the last two. So we're five episodes in. We've seen Daenerys arrive. Two left. We've seen most of her uh, armada get destroyed. We've seen her Unsullied get cut off. We've seen both of her Westeros allies get destroyed. And in re- retaliation, she brought out the dragons. Finally. And then in one dragon fight, she scared the shit out of the Kingslayer to the point After. where he was like, we should surrender. Basically, He basically was like, we need to fucking surrender. Years of having dragons in the show, we finally... Did we saw what it could do against a Fire! Armor. You know, we, we got that when they got the Unsullied and. You know, she was trading the dragon. Yeah, bag. burned a person. And here, we got it there, last year when but... she got her rest- when she killed all those slave owners. Come on, man. we haven't
1: tech- we haven't seen dragons but, in action. And, and it ever. was a
0: great scene. You know, they thought it was just a Darth Raki, which the hundred thousand Darth Raki she had would have easily slaughtered the Lann- Lannister right. army in open battle. But to bring out the dragon. And show them what the dragon do. And at the same time. Is it
1: 100,000 Dark Riders or 500,000? It's 100,000. Okay.
0: I think it's 100,000 warriors. It might be 500,000 with all their whores. Yeah, okay. Uh, but at the same time, Cersei's and Jamie's uh, trump card got played because the little giant uh, ballista they had, dragon killing ballista, got thrown out. And I read one article that that's like the only one they have. Currently, I don't think it is. I wouldn't say that, but the fact that they know they have that yeah. would
1: make... And here's the reason why I don't think it is. Because the time frame, and I know Game of Thrones time frame oh, it's so fucked per up. episode isn't so always the greatest up. thing to go by. But yeah. I'm telling you, time frame wise on the show, it doesn't make sense. Because how would Jamie and Bronn be out in the... Was the iron? No, what, where were they at? What castle was it? They were, they were
0: at the the Castle Rock. That Castle Rock. That's where the eunuchs are. Um, um, they were at the, the Tarleys.
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. House Tarley. Yeah.
0: So how would they have been
1: already going there, and then you see it in the fucking the Dragon's Keep at uh yeah down there underneath where they're, they're showing her. Oh, we have the secret weapon that can shoot through dragon skulls.
0: Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Like they're the, good at the, setting the time, up the it, story yeah, but explaining add, yeah. how they get it there. It doesn't now. add up like like no. so to me it almost makes me feel like they have maybe a couple. A couple. A couple around the red keep. Yeah. Um but at the same time they know they've got it now. So you already learned that uh, Tyrion isn't the greatest um technician when it comes to war. Well, I I I, I disagree with that because in the past seasons, he has been. In the past seasons, he was a defender, not an attacker. Yeah, well... He defended King's Landing with Greek fire. Sure. He, he set a trap. True. He now was the invading force who had to spread and yeah, dominate. Yeah, but he's also going against his own family that understands how he thinks. Well, I mean, the thing about it, he knew exactly how to take Castle Rock. Yeah. S- distract him in the front, send a little boat, have Grey Worm go in there, slit a bunch of throats, open the gate, they swarm him, but they it was only part of the army but at the same time they lost like most of their armada to fucking Ulan Greyjoy and his fucking yeah but that's cause that guy's a badass I wanna see the dragons take his badass out it's not gonna happen what do you think it's gonna happen let's talk about that motherfucker he's got the, Dre, the Greyjoy sister you've got Greyjoy Eunuch wanting to go save her right and he's got this badass fucking lead ship of his badass armada he promised to build floating around what do you do about it? Well, that, isn't that supposed to be an iron ship? Probably. I think, I think, or it's like
1: iron coated or something. Something like that. Yeah, that's why it's supposed to be like so big. It's like so big and it's like, that's the marvel about this ship is that it's, it's fucking huge. It is huge. It has they like showed four it. It so main impressive. cells. Very impressive. And then the whole thing's supposed to be made, of, it's supposed to be iron proof. It probably has be, cannons on it too. Far yeah, away oh, yeah, oh yeah, it does for sure. I mean, um, but I don't think, I don't think a
0: dragons can take it out. What? Why? Because it's all coated in iron. Iron has a low melting point.
1: Uh yeah, but we're talking about Game of, Thrones
0: here. It's like Game of Thrones. You're talking about dragons who their fire can make of steel, they can kill mystical powers, and without their fire all we can do is smelt it down and make new blades where we I don't think
1: I don't think the I think the dragons are gonna maybe try to take out the ship and they'll be like, Oh shit, this motherfucker's iron And it's not gonna happen. Uh,
0: but at this, Okay let's say that they But can, then what do you do If you're out in the sea and you got dragons Flying around all over you, you got they dragons can not melt and burn the ship still But they can burn claws. the people On the ship Yeah and
1: they can still use Their claws and tear that bitch apart That's true I just don't think They're gonna melt it
0: uh, I think maybe but next he's season his, he's already on his way Back to fucking Westeros Isn't he No he's been at Westeros But here's his timeline He no. shows up He Shows up Makes the pack Goes and defeats the Greyjoys on the way, and kills the Dorn the Dorn leaders brings them back to King's Landing. Then he sails without the Panama Canal all the way around to Cashle Rock on the yeah, other right. side of it <laughs> uh, to be to be behind Grey to destroy it. Timelines, so, <laughs> timelines, definitely because at the same time that they uh, the Dorn and the Greyjoys left, I believe. Uh, Greyjoy had already taken his people out. not too long afterwards, around the same time. Uh, so we've got that going on. Now, I did read this thing. You remember early, early on in the series, uh, Daenerys was told she's going to have three betrayals: one for love, one for money, and one for blood or some shit Bailey. like that. Bailey. and the two of them have come. The the money and the blood one have come true. Yeah, the blood being her her brother. No, the blood being that witch betraying her to bring back uh, Khal Drogo mm-hmm. and not bringing her back. In the book, it's way better. Yeah, uh, The money is Sor Joran betraying her for money so he can get back to his Westeros. And now the one that's missing is love. So people are like, is it Tyrion betraying her for the love of Jaime? But that was only going to no, happen no. if Jaime got captured. I don't think so. Is it her? That one lady who ex-slave, who's her speaker or whatever, betraying Dishandre? her, disowning and betraying her for Greyjoy. I even saw some people say, "Oh, it's a it, Grey Worm." I mean, and then uh, some people I, say it would be Grey Worm. Well, I can like, to mind too. We're not going by the books anymore. No. So you, I mean, it
1: could happen. It could not
0: happen. Yeah, it could not happen. And some people said it's going to be gray Worm, and I said gray Worm and the Unsullied would never betray her. No, it's the same thing it. where she, how she told the Tharthraki that they're oh, all. I her one blood. Of the dragons betray her though. <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. They get that, they get a little crazy sometimes. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, she's fireproof, so they'd have to eat her. Yeah, true, and then that betrayal. would be fucking or, that would be a betrayal. That being into of the of the series, and at the same time. Uh, you know, I told Brittany the smartest thing she did was when she got that Darth army, and she said she made them all her uh, blood, uh, blood warriors. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you remember this. So in the book, when she Cal Drogo married her, she, he gave her three blood warriors, yeah. and the blood warriors are sworn to be your guards for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And in they did kind of in the in the show, but more in the book, they talk about after Cal Drogo was killed and the rest of his horde went off to go make their own their own people or fought, made a new leader these three guys stayed with her and actually fought with her until they were all killed they're, by now they're dead Okay. so when she took got Drago back and she went before them all and made them all her blood warriors basically she bound them to be her personal guards for the rest of her life so none of them would betray him because it would be against everything they believe in that's why the Dothraki Makes won't sense. betray her they'll just Makes they'll sense. follow her till the last one is dead which yeah, is oh, yeah. really smart. Absolutely, absolute. um, So you've got that going on, but um, let, let's flip it to the other side. Cersei, okay. Uh, okay. One, you think she's pregnant? Yeah, she, yeah, she said it in the last episode. That fucking mean shit. Uh, I don't know. I think so. Here's what I think. She knows that Jaime she sucked her brother's dick on TV. She's pregnant because we get pregnant through the mouth, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so. She knew Jamie and Tyrion met. Right? And she knows that Jamie has chosen Tyrion over the other family the rest of the family before. Right. Uh, part of it is Jamie has what the rest of the managers don't, which is love for their sibling.
1: I think Jamie's gonna I, I ultimately feel like Jamie's gonna get fed up with all the all her bullshit and I feel like if she dies, it's gonna be at the hand of Jamie. Okay. That's, That's what I, I said. do feel like that. That's but what I said. I
0: don't think she's going to die. Brittany's thing is that she's not going to die at all. That she is so evil, she cannot die. I kind of agree with her. And I was, yeah. I told her I could see it, but at the same time, I hope to see her get killed. Um, here's what I, where I put it. So, Cersei cannot rule without Jaime. You don't think so? I don't, I think at this point. She did it all, what, season
1: five, though? Season five, season four? Well, right now. When Jaime well, was gone? Was it her father
0: or like her father? No, I
1: I take that back because that was uh, the fucking crazy asshole kid, uh, Joffrey. Joffrey, yeah, that's different. Yeah, Um,
0: what I think is she needs. No, but she Jamie. No, that was because she doesn't have any more cousins to fuck. Um. She was fucking other cousins to supplement Jamie. I just don't think Jamie, Jamie
1: is like down with her fucking craziness right now.
0: That's why she said she was pregnant because if Jamie thinks, because you saw how mad he was about losing his kids, right? If she goes, we're having another, he's gonna be. I gotta protect my baby. More well, I
1: think friends. Jamie's. I think Jamie's in a fucked up place right now because he saw uh, the, or the. It's not the Tolly and the, the the rich fucking old lady that said that yeah, she yeah, yeah. killed. Yeah, but she, she wasn't a Tali. To... She was something else. I can't remember what she was. Anyways, There's you know so what i so many fucking about. names. Yeah. yeah she, when she said that she killed Joffrey, and then that the whole time he's been leading, he's been, you know, hey, it's it, I thought it was Tyron I killed him. You know, Cersei made it out to be that she knew it was him, this and that. And so yeah. the whole time he's thinking that he killed Joffrey as one of his kids, and that, you know, he killed their dad. But, you know, I think it's kind of, to me it seems like it's, and... TV show Jamie Lannister. It seems like it's kind of clicking now that Cersei is very manipulative. Cersei's and as bad. She's as her father, fucking crazy. crazy. And, and she's just as bad as the dad. And I think Jamie. I think the two brothers, Jamie and Tyron are on a different level where they can. I don't know. I just. I just don't
0: feel Would like they, they at the same time look at the reality of things. I think when it comes down aspects? to it, at the end of
1: this season, and it's like, hey, either we fight our enemies or we fight the Night King. And she's gonna be like, fuck them, f- kill everyone. Yeah. That Jamie's gonna have like some fucking epiphany and be like, no, we need to come together and fight this first. And then that's where the big separation between her and Jamie's gonna be.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, cause. But
1: I do feel like she's gonna try to kill Jamie eventually as well.
0: Yeah, I think the, the Tyrion. His killing of his father. Was warranted because, and I don't remember in the the series itself if they they really put an oomph on it, but in the book, they put a big emphasis that his father knew Tyrion did not kill Joffrey. But he saw it as an opportunity to get rid of the little bastard he never wanted. No, uh,
1: his father said something, uh, I can't remember what season it was or what the exact words were, but it was basically like he wasn't brave enough to do that. He, yeah. That Tyrion wasn't brave enough to kill Joffrey. Yeah,
0: and then and at the same time, you know, he got all these people to turn on him. He, you know, so it was warranted. Uh, Jamie just misses his father, I think. But I think deep down he realizes that it was warranted for him to kill his own father. Uh, so that, that's what we see on the Lannister front. Um, now, coming from the end of the last episode, apparently there's going to be a sit down between Daenerys and Cersei, and people, articles come out. It's is there gonna, gonna, gonna be is there gonna be another red wedding? It's not gonna and happen. I was like, no, they they would never do that again. I said, anything it's gonna be again. Cersei's gonna get flipped on. First
1: off, I like to know a
0: they can't meet in Westeros.
1: There's no way because if Daenerys went there, she'd be trapped. Oh, to my King's Landing. Yeah, King's. I'm sorry, to King's Landing in Westeros. She'd be trapped. Yeah. So it has to be, and she can't go to the fucking dragon what's the name of that place she's at right now? Dragonstone? Dragonstone, yeah. She can't go to Dragonstone.
0: And they can't go to Castle Rock.
1: Can't go to Castle Rock. So it's gotta be out in the fucking woods. Open space. You know what it's gonna be? It's gonna gonna be like the Twins. look how pissed she got when she found out that Jamie met with fucking Tyrant down there in Dragon's Keep.
0: No, uh, it was in King's Landing. And she's not gonna fucking,
1: she's not, I don't think she's gonna be like, yeah, my team can meet your team and. We can talk about shit. I
0: don't think that's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. Well, let's talk about the other aspects. So we got Jon Snow. Let's go to the Starks. Let's go to the Starks. So first, um, everything's going to the Starks. Uh, he went to go meet Daenerys and left Sansa in charge. Uh, Sansa, do you think she's getting manipulated by Littlefinger, or she's manipulating him? No, I think Sansa is turning into Cersei. In a good way or a bad way? Both. Okay.
1: Do you? Th- um, I think she's learned too much at a young age and has seen too much to be as pure as what she's leading on to be
0: do you think she would turn on John do you Hmm. think she
1: would try to take John's I think she wants to I think she wants to okay but I don't know if she would ever do anything Uh, I don't think she would A I don't think she would ever do anything to hurt her own family yeah.
0: Well, I mean, right now, little finger that note that, but that how much found,
1: do you consider the bastard your own family?
0: Well, when you find out that it's really your yeah, kid, I know. It, I know. it all comes down. Does she find out his true lineage
1: from? But Bran? when does when does fucking crazy Bron fucking open his mouth?
0: That it's, kid, this, this he's a fucking asshole this season, dude. That what's what's that girl's name? The uh, the frog in the book they're called the frog kids because that's how they're, they're, their 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 house is named. Yeah. When she says, I'm going home, and he's like, Thanks, bye. And I was like, You fucking
1: Yeah, right. Douche. Yeah.
0: Now, apparently, him giving Arya the Valyrian dagger. But then again, Bronze is, sees all, so maybe he's being an asshole for a reason to her. Maybe he's like, If I push her away, she'll live, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gives Arya the, the dagger because Arya's going to need the dagger, probably for a white. There's a whole backstory to why she has the dagger. Oh, yeah. Inform me.
1: Um, it comes. Okay, so you know when. When Littlefinger was talking to Braun and he gave him the dagger yeah. and Braun responded back, Chaos is
0: a ladder. Yep, yep. That's that's a line that little uh, Littlefinger back to used season three in King's Landing. When Littlefinger
1: was talking to a uh, Varus yes. Yes. And said Chaos is a ladder yeah, he
0: he kind of showed I know what you've been doing Yeah, yeah. There's a
1: whole there's a whole fucking I read it on the online, online. I didn't I don't know Game of Thrones word for word that well. I'll be the yeah. first one to tell you. But uh there's a whole backstory to that. It then, seems
0: like Bran is playing Littlefinger's game with Littlefinger. But I don't think has the insight. I think
1: I think so right around. I think Littlefinger's trying to play his game against Bran now that Bran's back. But Bran's
0: But wait, Bran sees all, so Does Bran see the future? Absolutely. So he sees what what Littlefinger's setting up and he's trying to change it. Yeah. Okay. Uh
1: and you know Arya But there's a reason why he gave it to Arya. And now the reason why <gasps> Oh shit. The reason why he gave it to Arya is kinda of baffling because the Valerian steel is only used for X amount of reasons. Killing yes. walkers, the Sharper Steel, go through armor. And if he can see the past, present, future, he knows what Arya is. And A at this point is Arya the
0: greatest warrior in the the fucking land well it was Bernine and she got her ass beat by Arya multiple times
1: yeah and before that it was a hound she killed the hound supposedly
0: she defeated the hound she defeated the hound she as far as everyone else knows the hound's dead yeah um well that leads to another one so you know Littlefinger left that note that fake note that was signed by Sansa did you see what the Arya note I, said? I read part of it do you know what the note was? no it was like a setup to overthrow Jon Goes back to season
1: two. I, re- I saw this. Someone, someone has paused the exact film, like of clip, right there. Of course, it did. and they like fucking wrote it down in English. What it is? Yeah, goes back to season two when Cersei is with uh, Sansa mm-hmm. and makes San- and she makes Sansa write this in fear of because uh, it, it's before Rob died, it's before everyone else died, and Sansa's basically telling her that, hey, if you don't write this and try to get your brother to come here your bastard brother to stop doing what he's doing, that we're going to kill the rest of your family. So Sansa writes this note in fear of Cersei. And it's, it's when Sansa's young and naive and this and that. Oh, it's that note. So she writes this note and... Sends it. Supposedly, I can't remember the guy that had the note there at the wall. The mace. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name. Uh, he knew it was a fake note. Okay. And he was going he, he to keep it to play something. Play on to something, but he ended up keeping the note. Now he's dead, and so now he, no one knows that the note's
0: fucking okay. fake or not. But he took the secret to his grave, essentially. All right, I saw this article that put a new twist on it. So everyone knows that Arya is trained by the Mini Face God.
1: Did you catch that line when she's like, when they said who taught you that, and she said like, no one, nobody, no one, no one? No yeah. one. yeah, yeah, I caught that. That was, was fantastic. Awesome. That was awesome. Now there
0: was an article that came out that said could. Littlefinger also be a trained person of the mini-face god? No, I don't think so. And I was like, no, I think yeah. he's manipulative, but I don't think... It seems like he spent his whole life building to that point. He never yeah. would have been able to do what Arya did. No. Uh, he has zero combat because, Yeah, because he doesn't fight. He, his whole thing is getting other people to do it for yeah, him. Yeah,
1: look how scared he got when fucking John just grabbed him, you know? And there, there's true. been
0: a couple other times throughout the seasons. But at the same time, Wh- is it an act? True. True, you know? True. Or is or is no? i will not go there. Anyway, okay. So we've got the Starks. You got Bran's being weirdo. He's fucking weird. Arya, you know. Technically, it's not even Bran anymore. It's oh, just, it, yeah. Technically, when the three-eyed wizard was killed,
1: well, he died in that cave. I'm I'm a full fan yeah. of yeah. Bran died in the my cave. My theory, and I don't and know. This, if it fits he's in just a theories, vessel. Is right that
0: now. he was Bran until they got attacked, mm-hmm. and when the three-eyed wizard died, Bran was still under with him. Yeah and part the brand of him that was the brand that everyone know died absolutely and he became part of the collective of three-eyed wizards raven or three-eyed ravens yeah. oh, wizards raven yeah no, he right. um, and the Throne three-eyed raven. raven you gotta be a, you gotta he's gotta be in the collective mind to get everything he's in, in the show. collective so not only does he know the future and past but he also knows what they have kind of discovered over the years mm-hmm. he doesn't have to go back and do that and You got Sansa being very good at ruling because she knows how she's got she's got that I should be a ruler type thing. She's seen it a lot. She knows how to play the game. Uh, John, you know, but she made that pact with John that they have to be on they have to trust only themselves. And here's the thing: John's never going to betray his word. Him and Rob are so well trained by Ned Stark that they are men of their word. You know, he went down to see Daenerys. Well, I mean, he's
1: living in the shadow of of, of his dad, Ned. Yeah, he's you know in the I mean? shadow of everybody. He's trying to be as great as what his dad was. Because look, look, look at the beginning of season one, where you talk, where you have all these people talking about how great Ned Stark was, this and that, you know. Yeah, that's Warden why Warden of the North, this and that. Mm-hmm. Now he's fulfilled the same, followed in the same footsteps. Now,
0: speaking of season one, I had saw this thing that I totally forgot. Remember how season one began? Yeah. How did it begin?
1: Well, they're opening it up on Winterfell... And What's was, Ned
0: Stark doing? I don't know. I can't remember. He beheaded that Night Watchman who betr- who ran from the wall. Okay, The deserter, and he was babbling this. about the creatures beyond the wall that are coming. Oh, really? He had seen all the Walkers. Huh? And he ran, and at the sa- and this came out when John was trying to tell Daenerys, but he's like, I've seen them. I fought them. Yeah, and this it's exact same thing. Ned- the entire. Sh- s- novel, everything started off with Ned beheading a man who saw a walker who was one of the first people to try to warn them that they were coming. It's crazy. Now, second is there's a theory I saw that winter in Westeros never existed until the walkers were created and that the winter is actually comes with them. And the reason the north is always frozen. I I think they hinted on that when Bran was in the
1: children of the forest cave when he saw that I think, that I think they, they t- created, I think they talked about that
0: that mountain in the background yeah that's where the battle's gonna happen if that mountain in the background oh I don't think so I don't now. think so it was in the previews
1: I don't think so they're already on, they're coming to the wall why would it, why would they go
0: backwards no they were created near where the wall was oh,
1: I thought the mountain was like way back no no I thought the mountain was like where where the Night King had his castle at no
0: no did you remember the- at
1: the end of the last season where it actually shows their fucking like home yeah. And it's like ridiculous huge.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I think the mountain just happened to be in the background. You're not talking about
1: that same thing. No, right? no, okay. So okay.
0: when they showed him that guy being tied to the tree and they put that dragon glass in mm-hmm, his heart and mm-hmm, made him that mm-hmm. mountain was in the background and it was all That's the Night King, right? That's the guest creating of the Night King. Yeah. Now they showed it in the preview for this week.
1: Oh really? And well, see, I don't watch the previews. It, that's right, you don't watch the previews. I don't watch the previews well, or next week. Same,
0: shit. the same view, the same size, the same looking like area, like even like the they didn't show the tree, but probably the tree is still there if it yeah. be there. It's kind of like where the battle is going to take place.
1: I think the tree is there because the tree is like the fucking the one that has
0: all the faces and shit. Yeah, even. a lot of them get cut down. These. Yeah, it's in the book that they're were they're retun- more than there are now, and that they get cut down a lot, especially the farther south you go because of these seven gods. Right, right. Uh, now, moving on, let's go into something else in the preview. So, Gintry's back. Who is he? Gintry is the last bastard son of Robert Baratheon.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the iron worker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The smith. I like this guy. So in He's the a preview, badass with that fucking... They show,
0: in the preview, him attacking... When they get attacked, him hitting someone with his big mace that is wearing the same cloaks that they left. Like yeah he, like he's hitting they go is he attacking the hell and I go well they called it John and his seven because they right. were the seven but there were more I'm uh, telling you three folk that went with I'm them. telling
1: you hands down there's not going to be anything really significant I mean there is obviously because it's only seven episodes yeah. and this is the second to last episode but this week's tonight's episode there ain't going to be it's going to be a it's going to be a talking Phil episode
0: well, here's the next part. They go, is he attacking the Hound? And then the next scene shows the Hound using his hammer. So what happened to Gentry? So there you go with that.
1: Now, John... Well, he, I don't think I don't think the Hound's going to kill him.
0: No, I think... The Hound's on a different level right now. I think uh, what happened is one of the free folk that went to help them capture this thing gets turned yeah. or something.
1: There's just... And the reason I say this week's going to be a, a, a talking Phil episode is because there's too many loose ends with only two episodes left. Like, what's going on with the Hound... What's going on with the uh, the fucking Iron Girl, the, the sister? Yeah. Uh, and then you got uh what's his name, No Dick. Uh, what's going on with No Dick? What's going oh, on with the unsullied, the unsullied? Yeah, like I said, there's just too many loose ends. And this episode is going to be skipping around. What's up with Sam now? Because Sam just yeah, stole, a way back. He, he yeah. Sam stole a bunch of books and he ran. Sam's still He doesn't even
0: know his family was killed. No, not yet. Not yet. Um, he's gonna know. He's gonna find out eventually. He's not gonna make it far. Gilly found out the f- truth that uh, John is of royal blood because the d- the divorce and remarriage that Sam totally fucking ignored. Yeah, right.
1: Uh, how does the girl that doesn't know how to read find this over the fucking supposed? Because John taught master? her.
0: To, well, they've shown it. John's been or Sam's been <laughs> teaching her to read forever. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. This is a, it's a little ironic that. Well, what is she gonna do the all she's fucking, doing is sitting in a
1: hut with a kid reading As a whore that doesn't know how to read finds the most crucial information One out of, of this whole library well he
0: also discovered how to create uh, you talking about how to cure grayscale grayscale which is pretty interesting um, we got all kinds of stuff you got John um, this is where I sit with John he is gonna He people are like is he gonna rule the iron John's on his way back right John is at Eastwatch remember they left they walked, they last. At the end of the last episodes, they walked out through the wall to go meet with the, the army to catch a white. I didn't think. Okay, so he's already made it back to the wall. He's back at the wall. Okay, okay. He has his dragon glass. He's gone back. He's he's talked to Daenerys. He's set his own. Oh, wait. The dragon scene. See, this is going to piss me off that. that we, we missed the how to train your dragon scene uh, that we'll, he had. We'll talk
1: about it here in say. second. <laughs> we can't go with that time because there's some bullshit that happened in this scene. Um. I, there's a lot of people that are split down the middle in this scene. Either you know, fucking good or bad. I think it was awesome. Anyways, we'll talk about it in a minute. But hang on. So, so John and the fucking
0: ragtag of seven are going out. John and his seven, yeah. yeah, are going out to the fucking. They're gonna walk up to the army, catch himself a white, and get back to the wall. That's the plan. That's, that's their plan <laughs> to catch a white because they want to take and it. He still doesn't and show know him. that Arya and Bran are at Winterfell. No, he knows Bran is there because he said Bran saw them. Saw the army heading towards Eastwatch. I don't think he knows Arya is there because Bran saw it, and but it said, hasn't shown a meeting yet. Hasn't? No, he hasn't remet them.
1: Oh, yet. that's right. They had the crows. They had the crow scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they were going, where they were sending messages. The creepy crow scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was weird. Um, okay, okay. So yeah, we can move on about that. We can talk about the dragon. Scene. Okay,
0: so the, the Daenerys shows up with the dragon, lands. Jon touches the dragon. It was an
1: epic scene, too, dude. Um, It reminded me of how to train
0: your dragon, because that's how you get the dragon's trust. Yeah. And from this, people are going, you know what's going to happen? Daenerys is going to die, and Jon's going to take her spot with the dragons. I I think
1: she is going to die. And I was like, no. I think... No, I think she's going to die. I think think her and all three dragons die by the end of next season. Maybe by
0: the end of the season, but I think... Not this season, the end of next season. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, I don't think so. I think that's a possibility, but Here's I think what this I think. goes more into the name of the book. Let me tell you what
1: I think this though. Because if they all do team up, everyone teams up to fight the white walkers, Cersei is smart enough to figure out how to kill those dragons while she's fighting alongside
0: Daenerys. True. And Jon ja- and you have Sansa and Arya who are smart enough individually to take Cersei
1: down. And how is that going to play out if they're all fucking fighting walkers and and Cersei's army is out there?
0: What's left of Cersei's army?
1: Well, she who, has to hire sellswords now. I don't
0: know who's on the list of Arya. Who's still on Arya's list? Cersei. That's it. Just Cersei. Well, she was heading to King's Landing to take care of Cersei. The number one on her list. She took care of all the Freys. Took
1: care of the Freys. That's for sure.
0: Um, an amazing way to open up Game of Thrones was amazing. Uh, you know, but this is where I, people say that he's going to take over. I don't see John being sitting on the Iron Throne. I do. You do. Yeah. I see the way this all plays out in the end. It kind of sends them back before the Targaryens, where, every, where there was this the different...
1: This is the fucking story of Jon Snow, man, from the beginning. Well, the, the
0: book, the novel is called Song of Ice and Fire. So you have to have fire, which is an Arius, and you have to have ice, ice which, which is, is Jon Snow. And where it leads from there, you'll have to find out. But I think this week, I think uh, Sir Ger- Mormont dies this week. Yeah. Actually, no. I think Mormont becomes the walker, the White that they take back. Why do you think so? Because you're not going to kill the, the the Bones guy who's the wildling because you know him and Bernine have to have some weird scene together. Eventually. Eventually, everyone's, yeah. everyone's going to get that scene. They have to. It's just, there's so much. they leading up to it. It's leading yeah. up to it. There's so much goodness into the, whenever they're around you. She's each just going to finally be like, oh, ah, yeah. whatever. Um, that... Uh, the one knight who has the flaming sword, I think he's just going to get ripped apart. Dude, I can't wait to see that shit. I, think I, I don't gonna, think so, man. I think he's going to take on a walker. That, not a white. I think a walker's going to get I have them. seen
1: a preview online, like a Facebook, like this little clip of him yeah. and the, everything catching on fire,
0: and I was like, oh, shit. I think that Priest that's with him, he's, he's gone. Um, I believe the Hound, Gingery, and John make it out. I believe that Mormont becomes... The walker. Yeah. Uh, but, well, I think he gets hurt, dies, and becomes a walker when they're back on the other side what of the What about Jorm? Huh? What about Jorm? That's what I'm talking about. Mormon. Yeah. Okay. Uh I think that's what happens to <clears throat> him. I think... He comes back and then dies? Yeah. That quick? Yeah. Why not? He's been out for a
1: season and a half and he's just going to come back for that's a show or
0: two and die? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Or I think that or it's one of the seven. He just defeated death. I couldn't see him. Well, he... He's doing it for a greater cause. Uh, I I don't see where they're gonna end this. He's season. in love with Daenerys. Yeah, it's kind of pedophilia love a little Yeah,
1: right. He's been with her since she was a child.
0: <laughs> and he's in love he's with like, I fell in love with her the first second I saw her. I was like, dude, you saw her when she was a girl, like right, a right? baby.
1: You fucking
0: weirdo. Um, no, I I think it, it all plays out. Um. I have a feeling that, uh, Grey Worm and the Ansely. I don't know what's gonna happen with them. I don't know where it's gonna go. They they can mark. They're like, oh, they're cut off. They, if they march across the the land, they're gonna get destroyed. By what? There's no army left to destroy them because most of the Lannister army just got, from what we understand, a good portion of it got destroyed.
1: Hey, how fucked up was that when you saw, uh. What's Jamie's fucking buddy? Braun? Braun, yeah. When Braun, like, tackled Jamie off the horse. So pissed. Yeah, but think about this. Think about this, okay? I I thought... This is how my mind works. I thought about this as soon as I saw this. They're in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? Yeah. Okay. Bron tackles Jamie off the horse, and Jamie is seen at the end of the scene... Sinking. Sinking, like indefinitely. Yeah. Wherever has there been a fucking hole that's that deep right next to
0: fucking land? It was a deep river... (laughs) <laughs> a deep lake yeah like wherever is there it, been? It a led fucking... for good good scenery you know good theatricalness um I think Bronn's gonna get himself killed here soon I don't think so actually you know what I take it back I would feel that it'd be better if Braun were to go back to Tyrion I don't think so you think he'll go back to Tyrion's side um no I think he's gonna stick with Jamie. I think he's gonna stay with uh, but I think Jamie's gonna so. flop sides with Tyrion I don't think so no you don't think so Yep. all right let's say okay this episode they're going to end up i feel they're going to feel at the end of episode six they're going to have a white people are going to be dead um there's
1: going to be a lot of people dead after, the, after next week's episode
0: and then next week they're going to you know let's say cersei and Daenerys find equal ground there's not going to be none of that come in on arm i mean she's going to show up with her darthraki and her insullity if she can she's not going to meet in the water because she knows what's on the water
1: I think she's going to die, but I don't think it's going to be until the end of next season.
0: No, I don't think... I think it's going to... Do you think that this season ends with them agreeing to go fight the Walkers first before they decide to finish? God, I
1: hope this season ends with them fighting the Walkers.
0: You know what's going to happen? It's going to end with them agreeing and then marching up and preparing. And then they're going to be like, have all this shit set up because time's going to fly by again. They're have all these ballistas and catapults and... The walkers are going to be approaching the wall and it's going to be a lot of build-up and then they're going to start fighting and then that's just the first wave and then when the true wave shows up and they prepare for it, that's going to be the next Here's
1: season. how I think it's going to go down. I think you're going to get this fill episode, this fill-in episode that we're going to get this week and it may lead up to even more shit about getting closer to the, the big battle between the walkers. Well, next
0: week's the last season. He I know. an hour and a half.
1: And then next week, you're going to get... A little taste of the battle, okay. And there's gonna be maybe some people die before, maybe some people die during that little taste we get. But I think the season finale is gonna end during the battle, and then just to save fucking CGI costs, that next season's gonna open up with the battle being over, and you're gonna get the feel of what happened. I don't think I don't I don't feel like we're actually gonna get to see the start and end. Of all the forces coming together and battling the walkers, I don't agree
0: with that because that's, I the just, reason I don't think the reason they it. didn't do this as one mega season and they split it this way is because they don't they had a a finite budget for each mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. and they kind of expanded it for these last two seasons. Absolutely, but that's the reason we want to get seven and eight. Shows in this season they, next they, season. They they split the seasons for budget to area reasons. If you already do the CGI to start the battle, you already have spent the money on the most of the money on the CGI to end the battle. I just don't know, man. Because, I, I just feel like Well, I watched this watching like uh, how to train your dragon. Yeah. The CGI or the what they use to create those dragons, once they've created that dragon, it's a lot cheaper to keep just a it program just basically it, program, basically. It's a that's what it is. So once you spent the money on the dragons they have now yeah all you're doing now is adding in like the burning guys well, that kind of the pretty- more they envelop the program to, for the CGI involving dragons and the walkers the more you could do with it right so that's the money so um that's, I guess that's where we are we're thinking on the same thing it's gonna end in the middle of the battle I feel like it is dude. I, I, maybe it's gonna end in a turning point like somebody someone's gonna die like Jamie's gonna die on the someone
1: battlefield. Someone major has to die. Someone
0: major is gonna die and that's gonna end the season. This week, but it's more likely gonna be next week. I think someone who we seem as major but really is a sub character like a grey worm or a Jordan Marmont. Sir Joran. Sir Joran <laughs> or uh, Littlefinger. Littlefinger doesn't make it to next season. Littlefinger's making it to the end. He's gonna
1: make it to the end. And so RS lets his throw. You gotta have you gotta have him for the people. The fucking high the high garden people. The veil, the veil, yeah, not high garden. The,
0: the fuck the veil! All Sansa has to do is the call veil her makes fucking... up
1: most of Jon's army right now.
0: Yeah, but Sansa is just, would just tell that little John Arryn kid that I'll marry you, and that's it. I don't know, man. Because he likes Sansa. Do you think if you don't remember. Sansa's
1: into marrying at this point in time? Do you think Sansa's into Sansa's marrying? Sansa's wanting to be like I'll marry you when the battle's yeah, done. But do you think if, she's if she... into marrying people she don't want to marry? She's already had two that she she's married that she didn't want to marry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, everything comes in threes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. So before we close up this little segment and um, I got this thing I've been sitting on. So I've got this off Pinterest. Um, it talks about what it took for Daenerys to get her forces across the water and the mm-hmm. boats. So this breaks it down by the different groups and what she would need, the total number of ships and what it would cost roughly costs. Realistically, it realistically, cost. So uh, let's start with the Dartharaki. Dar- hundred thousand horses, that's roughly fifty-four million kilograms. Would require four hundred ships and costs. Um, total cost including food, uh, ten point seven five million dollars. Weaponry, and this is not the Dartharaki rep- re- weaponry. Oh no, it is. Uh, it's the seventy-five hundred shields, seventy-five hundred spears, seventy-five hundred swords for her unsullied. Uh, her weapons for her Darth Raki, which they put at 100,000, which would roughly weigh 239 kilograms, would cost 12 ships and a money cost of $6.5 million. Her royal council, which is Daenerys, Tyrion, Various, uh, Varus, Grey Worm, uh, Miss- Missandia, it would be 13 ships, 12 are armed escorts, and would cost $2.5 uh, then you have her Darthraki troops, uh, hundred thousand, which is almost ten million kilograms. Uh, 400 ships and ten point2 million. Well
1: she does have a lot she had a lot of
0: ships. Yeah uh, here, here we keep going her unsullied 7500 unsullied and the money
1: thing I don't I don't see that being an issue because she did take slaver's Bay. And they were supposed to be. She stole everything. Yeah, and they were supposed to be all fucking gold. This is kind of like
0: realistically what you would be spending. Horncelli would only cost uh, thirty or thirty ships and seven hundred sixty-seven thousand. They're the cheapest to ship. Yeah, right. Uh, Now the food cost per day. You're talking about eight hundred kilograms of hay, and then for the for the horses, and then for the army it's one point two five million kilograms. And that would cost a uh, food, and that would cost. Uh, I'm sorry, take 143 ships at a cost of almost 200 million dollars.
1: Well, that's kind of where she at
0: right now. Food. Problems. So said and done, she had 998 ships, and the cost would be 226 million dollars. 100 or 226 million dollars. That's what it came down to. And all I could say out of all of that is where the fuck are the dragons in this art? In this whole thing, I eat a horse every once in a while. Yeah, You're yeah. Okay. What the dragons they're just catching sea creatures? You know, do you have a ship that's got like a helipad landing zone? Yeah, just, like, just like when it's she was at Slavers like, Bay, they're going on the land eating peasants every once in a while. <laughs> Fucking went across an ocean. There ain't no land for them. That's the biggest issue they need to talk about that they'll never talk about. Um, We're gonna have to call that a, a stopping point for today. Uh, next week we'll go into the next part of the cast which was I have a lawnmower story to tell everybody uh, <laughs> that happened Matt knows part of it he's he doesn't know all of it this is what happens when happened to me at the beginning of the summer uh, we're going to talk about Alone Wonder Woman and a couple other movies we've caught uh, I think Matt I'm going to I'm gonna let Matt talk about Homecoming Spider-Man Homecoming uh, I haven't seen it yet
1: but he I only saw watched it. the first 30 minutes
0: I thought you watched the whole thing no I only
1: watched the first 30 minutes
0: Really? Yeah. Fuck it. We won't talk about it yet. Uh, it was so bad he walked out after 30 minutes. <laughs> um, and then I also have this little. I want to leave this last little tidbit. And it involves Netflix and Disney. So. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. recently, Disney and Netflix signed a contract that lasts. Very. Within this last year, kicked in. It's, only been, it's, been, it's been, been less than, than a year. year. That all the new Disney releases would go to Netflix, so we can watch Guardians, we can watch the latest Mar- Marvel, we can watch Rogue One, then, like space it out. Well, it was like kind all, like all the movies, right and they you can watch Let It Go, and then some of their series you can watch on Netflix. I'm so, that this is happening. Now Disney is trying to get out of the contract, and what they're doing. Is they're wanting to start their own streaming service now right now it's immediate that in two years they want to be out of the contract and have it to where uh, from what I understand they're taking all the smaller stuff their shows their cartoon movies they're pulling those Netflix is trying to keep the Marvel and the uh, the Marvel and the uh, Star Wars movies that's all they didn't say anything about the avatars. But this is all I get at it. Is this just more Disney being Disney greed? Yeah, because they don't need this. But why not? <laughs> Fuck. So Disney is, in a couple dude. years going to have their own streaming service. Um, and now, I, would, I would never pay for that. Now the, the only thing I would never pay for that that Netflix has over Disney is Netflix just recently hired a lady away from ABC, which is owned by Disney. Who she is responsible for creating shows in the past year, couple of years, like ten years. have equivalented to two over two billion dollars in profit over these shows. Okay. Series. Netflix assigned their to a major contract to bring to develop shows for Netflix. Yeah, that's great, but do you know where Disney makes their money fucking
1: off of? It's not Marvel and Star Wars, I promise you that. It's it's their unreality, reality fucking preteen shows that they fucking pump out by the masses that are filled with laugh track and bullshit situations and
0: Fucking unreal people. I mean, the kind of shows that gives us great actors like uh, Shailene Buff I wouldn't even. I don't even know. Well, he did a show called a uh, Agent Cody Banks or some shit like oh, that. Oh, he was in that show. Yeah, I think that was his show. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Or some shit. I know he was a Disney kid. Um. So was Britney Spears. Hannah Montana. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Uh, Jessica Simpson Britney Spears Christina Aguilera Justin Timberlake it's
1: it's those shows where where songs just mythically break out in the middle of high school and you know what these
0: people all have in common they've all gone crazy at one point in time and they have an STD good good for them that's a Mickey Mouse STD good for them (laughs) alright that's gonna do it for us this week Uh, I guess we're back to recording so uh, check in hopefully (laughs) hopefully yeah like I said life gets in the way we put life before the podcast Uh, But until next time, guys.